This is really about being free to create what you want your life to look like. We each are our own hero. And how do we take the challenges that come our way and see those as the birth process of us becoming heroic? Can you meet that judgment that ultimately will surface with neutrality? This is the Wall Street Coach Podcast with Kim Ann Curtin. Welcome back, everybody, to the Wall Street Coach Podcast. This is me, Cam at Curtin, and my co-host, Lucas Peterson. And today we have an, a wonderful guest, and I'm so happy to be here, Latoya Smith. Latoya Smith, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Uh, Latoya and I met about a year ago, maybe a little over a year ago. Uh, I read about Latoya in Jane Galena's book, uh, and that I was like, oh, I have to meet this woman. Uh, Latoya is uh, the founder of The Profit Room, but first she started back in 2006 with an investment club with just a group of friends, and she fell in love with the stock market. She holds a Bachelor of Science degree with concentration in finance and six years of corporate finance experience, which we also, you know, that corporate background experience is part of what I think drew me to LaToya, because that's a world very few women know. Uh, also, LaToya worked with top institutions like Investors Bank and Trust, State Street, and Deutsche Bank. Uh, she's worked as a business analyst manager, and that's where she learned the process, the structure, and the various instruments and investments offered throughout the industry. Uh, she shifted her career in 2012, and she began to focus on pursuing uh, her, her passion for the stock market full-time. She's well known for char her charting techniques, her pattern recognition, and it enables her to profit in all markets. With over 14 years of investing and trading experience, Latoya's goal is to help more people achieve financial freedom the same way that she did. And in 2016, she co-founded The Profit Room, uh, and she provides mentorship and hands-on live training in stocks, forex, futures market as a way for others to achieve generational wealth. So good to have you here, Latoya. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. You know, I think part of what inspired me about you is also that you did this in the middle of raising uh, two girls. And I think part of the challenge that I hear from traders who are young or sophisticated is that requirement of focus, time, energy. I'm baffled at how you were able to find that focus, time, and energy while raising children. What is it that you think gave you the ability to, to do that? Um, that's an awesome question. I, I don't think I really thought about it like that. It was more so that I was very passionate about trading, first and foremost. The second thing is more so time freedom. And I definitely wanted to have the ability to raise my daughters without being confined to, let's say, you know, a nine to five, to put it that way. Meaning like, I want to be with them majority of the day, more so after I left work, have to pick them up maybe from the babysitter, start the process of dinner and do it all over again the next day. Yeah, I didn't yeah. envision that for myself. So yes. When, when I left, I left um, during a time when I was actually pregnant. So wow. my thought process is more so I want to be there for them. Mm -hmm. And I think that gave me the drive and motivation to say, 
is is this or nothing. That's yes. where I was thinking like this yes. has to work because I'm not yes. going back. Yes. And I just fell in love with the process over time and fell in love with being able to wake up every day, set a schedule and see my daughters, right? See every bit of their upbringing. And that was huge, very important for me. Yeah. You know, I'm almost curious if you, in a lot of ways, because of your exposure to finance, because of your you know, curiosity about it and your day job, including that, if perhaps your eyes were uh, really open to what you were stepping into in a way that perhaps is different for people who have not uh, been exposed to finance. Do, do, do you think that there was uh, that awareness of what was going to be required of you? Um, I believe so. So I had a certain level of expectations um, and that has a lot to do with my 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 background, basically. It's because of the background. I already know going into trading full-time what I should expect. Mm. Um, so that definitely helped. That definitely prepared me. Let's say somebody is not familiar with the finance world in itself. Maybe they will be less prepared. But mm-hmm. um, at the same time, I feel like once you get acclimated to the process, you'll fall right in line regardless. Yeah, yeah. and acclimated takes how long for you, at least for you and or for those you've been mentoring? Um, it, it depends. For for myself personally, yeah. it, it it was years, you know, it's not like something where I can say I was great at right away. I admit to everyone, I had beginner's luck when I started in, in like early 2007. Because at that time, um, I started when solar was becoming huge, mm-hmm. like FSLR. Like I remember it like yesterday, $80 to like 300 and change in a matter of like six months. Wow. But it's not like that was the normal. It's just that the time yeah. I started, I feel like I got really lucky where I made money, you know, not yeah. knowing like there's an art to it. I can't yep. say, oh, I was a professional at the gate. That wasn't the yeah. case. I yeah. got humbled. In like late uh, 2007 going into two, 2008, because that's when the market started to fall. Yeah. So I had to adjust like, okay, I can't trade this way anymore. But what really helped me was being able to, per se, buy the bottom, right? Buy the bottom yeah. in my long-term account, my Roth IRA at the time, where I just bought a lot of bank stocks and it paid wow. off huge. Wow. Um, so with my students is much different because at least they have somebody that's been through the process to guide them. Yeah. So I can't really say, okay, it's going to be two years for somebody. Whereas we have a particular student that proved herself in one year, you know, wow. it, it was unbelievable process. Wow. Everyone's learning curve is different, but one yeah. thing for sure is like once you stick to the process, I believe you will be successful at it. Yeah. What do you think somebody coming in to your program or any program has to be prepared to commit to? Um, com- commit to time that it takes to actually learn the process, learning how to, learning really the techniques, being able to take time out of your busy schedule and dedicate, I would say at least 40 minutes to an hour a day. Mm -hmm. Let's say you can't do it a day, at least three to four times a week. 
Because yeah. during my process, especially after I left my job 2012, I realized that day trading was so much more than what I was doing while I was at work. Because mm-hmm. when you're at work, you're thinking like, oh, this is, this is it, right? But at yeah. the same time, you're getting that paycheck. So let's say you made a mistake. You blew your account. You're like, I funded the next week. I get paid. So you're not right. thinking anything else besides like you have money coming in. So 2012, yeah. I realized like there's no money coming in. This is it, right? Yeah. And I realized the market, when, you, when you're day trading, there's a, a total different dynamic yeah. that you have to get used to. Yeah. And I thought I knew about it until... I sat here a few days and just like, whoa, this is not what I thought, you know, initially. (laughs) It's it's more so, it's definitely the process. Yeah, yeah. Do you find that you are still needing to adapt and or learn new patterns because of just this crazy environment that it's been for this past year and a half and what it is now and or will be? No, not at all. <laughs> I, I, so as of today, everything looks the same to me, meaning I've seen crazy before. I've seen when markets move sideways, meaning, you know, there's not really much volatility. I've seen when there's insane volatility. Um, I like to say history repeats itself when it comes to the markets. I've yeah. been through every markets I can think about, you know, as, as long as I've been trading the bearish market in 2008, where you had to get used to just shorting stocks. Every Friday, nobody wants to hold over the weekend because Monday, you're going to wake up to a gap down. So I've been there, been through that. Whereas now, it's slightly different. You still don't really want to hold on Friday because you never know what happens when the market opens on Monday. You yeah. know, so just being able to adjust to market conditions but in terms of day trading is like the patterns are the same (laughs) it's it's like once you recognize it you recognize it because there's only so many different variations of a chart yeah yep how how many students uh when you when you see the students that come in to your profit room and when you see the people that you work with are you able to look at certain characteristics that they come with or certain personality temperaments that you say to yourself that person they're gonna they're gonna make it can you spot the ones who have the ability to go the distance yes based off of the questions that are asked um the willingness to do certain things and also the, how can I put it? Um, now they're being more responsible for their actions because we have them go through a, like a certain process. Yeah. So is, is within that actual process. That's when we can really tell if they really are doing the work or they barely doing the work. Yeah. And we, yeah. we have a lot of self accountability throughout our programs. So it makes it hard for, you know, someone to really, get through because it's not like okay i do this and then you're going to move forward it's more so we're going to challenge you yeah yeah. you don't really see that because we want to make sure you when you're done you're able to successfully put on a trade yeah yeah makes sense what what is that time estimate roughly like the the shortest someone's been with you and or the longest um it, it depends uh 
All of our programs, standard programs, I'll say, are a three-month access or 90 days. Okay. Um, we have a certain process where by the time you hit almost, I would say like the 60-day mark, you're going through the simulation process. This is where now you have to implement everything you've learned. Mm -hmm. uh, make sure no matter what market you're trading, all trades should have a plan, your entry, mm -hmm. your stop, and your target. So that's our process. And some will just complete it and they can move forward, meaning like we give them the okay, like, hey, you're ready to trade live because your simulated results were awesome. Yeah. For those that did not do well, it's more like, okay, you got to stick to paper trading. You got to get at least 10 trades right in order to progress forward because yeah. there's something you're missing. And then we yeah. have programs, which is our masterminds, which generally they're much longer, six months access, nine months or a year, all depending yeah. on the tier. Okay. Great. Terrific. Lucas, did you have some questions? Sure, I do. Um, it sounds like uh, a lot of what you're talking about is uh, developing personal responsibility, it sounds like. And that's mm -hmm. that's something um, that we always preach uh, in coaching. And it's one of I, we see traders run into all the time. Right. Um, and I'm wondering, it, it sounds like you developed that skill fairly early on um, mm -hmm. with your trading. Um, do you have any advice on how to develop that for people and or how did you uh, work on that yourself? I would I would say definitely it over over time it came it wasn't something that was innate. So mm -hmm. with that said it's more so because of the many years I have within the market I'm just taking myself through a process where, if I were a beginner, what would I have wanted to go through? What should I have learned then? So that's why we're able to create programs for beginners or even traders that are struggling. So when they go through our process, exactly the way I would have want to be taught in the past. Yeah. Because we need that accountability. Because at the end of the day, I always tell people, it's not about your ego It's about the markets and the markets are always right. And at one point in time, you will become humble. So once you're able to accept that fact, I believe the process gets much easier. Mm -hmm. it, and it's challenging because I think sometimes people do think that they are going to be the exception to the rule. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no exceptions to the rule. Everyone. <laughs> 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 going to be humble at one time or the other. <laughs> and when you were humbled, how did that go? How, literally and or emotionally? Oh, no, not well. It doesn't go well at all. <laughs> in your mind, you're like, okay, I, I want this to happen, right? Yeah. You see something where it's like, okay, this may happen. But then there are signs and signals where your, your second voice is telling you, you should get out that trade. But you're fighting against it at the same time, like, no, I'm gonna hold on because I believe this is this is gonna happen. And when it doesn't go well, you lose a whole lot of money, right? That's that's the humbling part of the um situation. So yeah. definitely. <laughs> and in the beginning, did you have a support system around you? How did you navigate? Just that learning curve, which what what do you feel it took you time wise? My support system was, I would say social media, to be honest with you, because 
in in my immediate circle of friends and family, no one, even to this day, no one do what I do. Yeah. Like I'm you call it, I'm like the black sheep. Like you left your <laughs> great paying job to do what? Yeah, to be my own boss. That's why I left. But <laughs> now they see the rewards to this day. There's like, you know, but yeah. my support system was literally social media. Like wow. I got on Instagram. Um I was also created another Facebook name outside of my name, meaning yeah. like just so I could be within a traders community. Cause it's hard yeah. to post about stocks and stocks yeah. this all the time when your immediate family and those that know you, they look at your post, like, what is she talking about? Or is this yes. being a boastful post? And I didn't want to feel that way. So I created yeah. a totally different Facebook name. Wow. And then I found traders, like-minded traders. Yeah. And one trader in particular, we gravitated together where now I'm learning technical analysis. This is this is way back, like maybe wow. 2011 into 12, wow. where it opened my eyes to so much. So yeah. I used to practice on weekends. It was insane, like trying to really grasp it and get it. Because at first I wasn't using technical analysis. That's why I said I got lucky in the yeah. beginning because my yeah. process was completely different completely different. When I look back now, I'm like, I don't know how I made money in the past. I really don't understand it. I can't trade the way I traded in the past because I was trading blind. Literally. I didn't use charts or anything like that. So it's just more so like you kind of get that hunch, that edge. Okay. This stock is going to do that, you know? Yeah. But that was my support. Wow, that's amazing. And do you do you find that the people around you now, all these years, family, friends, none of them tap you on the shoulder and say, you know what? I think I want to learn that. No, no. Wow. It's be- because they're looking for, I would call it instant gratification, meaning yeah. they're not yeah. willing to put in the work. Yeah. Right. They All they see is what they see the now. Boards. but. Yeah. They didn't see the work I put in, the weekends I spent, or one, two, three o'clock in the morning up with the kids, but I'm still on my charts at the same time. No yeah. one's seen that. They just see the instant gratification of my results, but there is process behind those results. Yes. So once, once they get a hold of the process, it's like, they don't want to do that. No. <laughs> I've, I've been through it with my siblings. I know for a fact don't go through the process. I've cried, no interest there. So that's that's how I know. Is like, I feel like when you're trading, you have to do it for more than the money, because yeah. money can't be the end goal. If that makes sense, because if you don't have a passion for it, it's not going to keep you wanting to learn the markets. And that's what I realized, especially with my siblings, seeing them okay, start, but then lose interest, right? Because yeah. they realize, wow, I really have to learn how to do this, this, this. Yes. Yes, it's a process. Yes. Talk more about that, that the money can't be the end goal. Correct. Talk, talk more about that for me. What, what, oh, the what money is, can't, okay, yeah. 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 So with, with trading, you, you have to have a certain amount of passion, like I'm very passionate about stocks in a sense, right? I'm passionate about if there's a company, like, oh, okay, I can trade this company because the company has history behind it, right? Whether or not you use it 
let's say Apple, for example. I have an Apple phone, I have a Mac, Facebook, I'm always on the account, et cetera. Like there's history, there's like a passion behind wanting to trade that stock, if that makes sense. Yeah. And then the ability to learn about different companies you may not come across because you're trading different tickers that may appear on your watch list. So it's, it's more than the money at that point because now you're more so trying to be a part of the, the story per se with that company. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's how I link it to. And yeah. besides that is more so like, okay, what's the external factor that's driving me to continue to do this? And I always default back to my daughter. That's really mm -hmm. my motivation to continuing yeah. this process. Yeah. That's beautiful. And big, I think it's a huge piece of information, Lucas, don't you know, that concept of making sure your motive is more than just money. It's yeah. Just powerful. Yeah. This is something I always like to ask people is like, what, why are you trading, right? Like, why are you trading yeah. or why are you wanting to be like a serious investor is what's really behind it. And I mean, it can be, I really think it can be anything like the challenge of it. Uh, it's definitely a, one of the hardest things you can try to do professionally. Um, yeah. But I love your answer of, and often the answer is around freedom of time, of choice, and being your own boss. So, yeah, yeah I love that. And being there for your family or for your children, yeah. or just being able to participate in a way that a 40-hour, 60-hour work week of a corporate job doesn't. Not that this doesn't take up a lot of time, because it does take up a lot of time, but if it's something you're passionate about, it doesn't feel as painful or as costly, I imagine. Correct. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not a it's not a painful process. I I enjoy it. Yeah. Painful yeah. process in my mind is looking at my watch is like, is it is it five o'clock yet? Yeah. <laughs> when can yeah. I go home and clock out? You know? Exactly, exactly. So when you're doing something like this you love, and it's within a short amount of time, respectfully. Um, yes. Especially yeah. when you have a great strategy, you don't have to sit here all day. Uh, so I'm talk done by 10 30, 11 a.m. Eastern, yeah. and I'm, I'm gone after that. Like, yeah. I don't even look back. I don't care what happens into the closing time at four. Yes. Um, it's all about strategy, definitely. What time does your day start on East Coast My, time? So, my day is a little bit different now. Um, during the summer, I usually start around maybe 8 a.m., 8.30 is a little mm -hmm. different because my kids are back in school. Yep. So my day starts around 7.20 in the morning. So okay. I start my process. I'll, I'll sit. I'll see, okay, what the futures market's doing because that's the first market I trade even before I jump into the stock market. Mm -hmm. um, by the time they head to school, I'm back by 8.30. I'm either trading crude or gold. Okay those are the first to make their moves because there's always some sort of morning economic news it could be mm -hmm. cpi numbers or something whatever that's driving the markets in the morning yep. by nine o'clock i am looking at the pre-market analysis or working towards that for the equities open okay. and 9 30 i'm getting ready to trade the u.s open when it comes to stocks wow that's my process so i already have my watch lists Yep. 30 minutes to prepare and I already know exactly what I'm going to trade, where I'm going to trade it, what I'm going to take it to in terms of the levels. And that's my process. So 
I'm, I'm usually smiling by the time I trade equities because I already made my money in crude or gold for the morning. So just to transition over to equities is more so like, okay, let's see what moves in. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> That's awesome. And, and when you speak about when you're finished by 1030 and you leave it all behind, uh, let's talk a little bit about that. Some traders, sophisticated and certainly the beginners, uh, have a tendency and a struggle with overtrading. You know, I, they have a know, tendency to sit. I see it with my students, exactly, because they're, they're in the room with me, um, some of them, not all of them, and by the time I'm gone, it's like, okay, because I, I have rules, right? I have hardcore rules to my trading plan. It's usually no more than three to four trades max. Once I'm entering three to four trades, I don't care what happens, that's my rules. And I try to spill over my rules to other people. It might not be yeah. fair, but it's more so it's the discipline side at that point. Yeah. All right. I mean, so some people will sit here all day. They will trade. They're good at it. Don't get me wrong. And it'll make right. so much more money. But yeah. as I told you before, the money is not the driving factor for me to sit here and trade. Yeah. So it's not about the money. I just trade my plan. This is my yeah. rules. Sometimes I'll just trade two stocks or two tickers. If it, you know, I make money in those, I won't even look for a third trade. I'll walk away. Wow. Um, that discipline came over time because I've been through where I sat here and traded all day. And usually if by the fourth trade, if I haven't made money, that means I'm fighting my way back. Yeah, and it yeah. gets worse yeah. and worse <laughs> and worse. By the time you look up, you're like, ah, oh, I should have stopped at the fourth trade. Because yeah. now you're down so much more than yeah. where you were in the first place. So yeah. I've learned from my past mistakes. That's the only reason why I trade the way I trade today. Yeah. I've because, been there. Because you saw what happened when you weren't uh, frugal, let's say, with how your day looks you you found your presumably your ceiling on where you can feel safe and profitable and consistent correct i i, I found that ceiling exactly yeah. i found it yeah and when you do you think each person has to find their own or do you think that that is probably the ceiling maybe for most? Um, I believe each individual has to find what works for them because what yeah. works for me may not work for them. Yeah. Because my, my schedule and how I do things is completely different from other people's schedule. Yeah. Um, some people can adapt to what I do um, in terms of the process because it, it would keep that person profitable yeah. um, in terms of the structure. But ultimately, I think through time, people will find what works for them best. Some yeah. people might be better afternoon traders than morning traders, because I hear it a lot. Some people don't trade the opening range. That means the first 30 minutes of the market, because they lose money fast. That's where there's a lot of volatility. And your decision making has to be quick. So if you're wrong, you're wrong, you'll lose money fast. So I understand that a lot of people do not trade the open. So they might trade afternoon or later towards the close. That's yeah. their process, but you have to find out what works for you ultimately. 
Yeah. Do you feel anybody, what, before somebody begins this, uh, what are some of the checklist items? Do they, do they need to read certain books? Do they need to uh, have that room that they belong to? Do they need to, you know, Jim Rogers, we just were fortunate enough to interview him and he was, he was putting out a really hard, he was saying, just don't give people hot tips. They shouldn't be getting hot tips. Like he, he has a strong opinion about hot tips, right? What are some of the checklist items that a, if a beginner trader is listening to us, what do they need to do before they even begin considering becoming a day trader? I always say get training, get education, go learn from someone who's done it before go through that yeah. process first. And I know some people will say, well, um, you know, it's expensive. It could be whoever, whoever they yeah. seek as mentors or they always see them out there. It's expensive. I can't afford it, but I'm going to tell you this now going through the markets alone, you're going to pay more <laughs> just to learn than you would have ever paid somebody to get that head start. And that's yeah. a fact. Yeah. No it, doubt. It's called market tuition, no matter how you look at it at the end of the day. Yeah. You're going to pay that tuition. The question is, do you want to be a state student or an out-of-state student <laughs> tuition level? What do you want to do? Exactly. <laughs> and some people will say YouTube University. There's nothing wrong with YouTube University, but what yeah. I find is beginners don't know what the right questions to type in in order yeah. to you know, get the information yeah. they're seeking. Because yeah. it's probably there. But yeah, they don't yeah. know the questions to ask. And let's say mm -hmm. they find certain, you know, um, trainings or videos on YouTube. They don't know how to structure the content. It gets yes. busy and it's, it's, it's like all over the place, right? Yeah. So now yeah, they're extra sure. confused at that point because they don't have structure. And yeah. that's what most mentors provide in their educational programs, especially the Profit Room. We provide structure. Like this yeah. is how you're supposed to think in order to connect the trade. So ultimately you get the results you seek. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Sophisticated traders and their uh, some on occasion inability to walk away from the market for a short period of time, let's say a long weekend, let's say a vacation. One of the things that, you know, we follow each other on Instagram is recently I saw you in the Virgin Islands and I saw you on boats and completely experiencing your holiday. Uh, is that hard for you to completely unplug? No, and it's just not. So talk more about that. It's not hard. It's not. It's not hard at all. It's not hard at all. I can. I can unplug and just let it. Let it be easy. Very easy. I don't have to trade every day. That's the thing. If I don't want to, you know, I'll shut off the the screens, or I won't even. Well, I mean, I still got to prepare for the room. But sure. for me personally, if I don't want to trade or if I'm not in that mood, I I can disconnect. Yeah. Especially on a vacation, my goal is always to disconnect because we need that mentally. Yes. We definitely need it mentally. I call it mental health. We need mental health. Yeah, I'm with you. Relax, Absolutely. rewind, enjoy life. Yes, yes. Enjoy yeah. exactly. life. Remember in these screens. That's right. That's right. And to rem to remember and get connected back to your why in the first place. Yeah that it isn't just money, it's in service too. Do you have any challenge with like fear of missing out? Like, 
oh, this opportunity or my pattern might play out while I'm on vacation? Uh, no, the markets are always moving. Um, the markets will always be here. Mm -hmm. Markets would probably outlive me, right? <laughs> it's, it's like, um, it's kind of like being on the job, right? They, you know, you're just staying late trying to get everything done. It's like, hold on, why, why are you doing that? You know, at the end of the day, they can fire you because their job is going to still be here and train somebody else to do exactly what you was trying to stay so late to do. So I look at the market the same way. It's, it's yeah. here. Yeah. It's here. That's it's not awesome. going anywhere. That's awesome. great. That's is, is that something that took you time uh, to, to develop or was that, or did you always yeah. feel like? I always feel, I always felt like this. Hmm. Yeah. I always, I always feel like this. I, I credit it to my mother. My mother, growing up, always said, "There's more to life than money." You know, wow. like it, wow. it resonates. Wow. Like I get yeah. it, I understand. And you know, as adults, you see so many things. You know, especially yeah. during COVID, people yeah. losing their lives. So there's more to life than the money. So yeah. it resonates. Yeah. So when I look at certain things, it's like I don't have that fear of missing out because the way the market works there's always something you know and you can't trade or catch everything it's impossible yeah that's uh it reminds me of a quote there's a there's a quote out there that says something along the lines of uh you can have anything in life but you can't have everything and so mm -hmm. i, I, I think about that with with trading as well it's like just focus on you know one or two stocks a day Maybe three. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> you can't get them all. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Anything I didn't ask you, Latoya, that I, I should have or that you <laughs> thought I would? I think you covered everything. I'm trying to, you know, think myself. I think you covered everything. All right. So you have, you're going to, you're going to end, if you would, with some advice to the sophisticated trader. What would you, your advice be to them? Um, dig deep within yourself and really figure out why you're trading. Like, mm -hmm. why? What's your why? What's your yeah. end result? Um, and probably pick up a new hobby. <laughs> <laughs> What's your hobby, Latoya? Yeah, What's what are some hobby? hobbies you do? Um, I don't really have much hobbies. I'm just... <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I don't have much hobbies. I'm trying to get back into the gym if possible, but yes. my life revolves around my kids. So my kids yeah. are my hobby. If you know yeah. they want to go to the park or they want to do something, hey, let's go. Yeah. But to say that, you know, I picked up a sport or I golf or you know, I don't do any of that. Yeah. When when there's downtime, I like to travel. Yes, yes. That is that I think is your hobby is travel. Because I'm always seeing you someplace magical. And it looked like you were sailing that boat that day. You were that was it was so much fun. I have I could see again. it. You you were glowing out of that water. I was like, like this girl is happening. That's good. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll be here <laughs> ready with a lay and a Mai Tai for you when you get off the plane. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> uh, and all right, before we let you go, what's your advice to a brand new trader or to a trader, a, per, a trader who's thinking, a, a person who's thinking I might want to do this? 
I would say definitely research. Research is great. Take your time. Understand that this is a process. You're not going to get rich overnight. You're not, this is not the market for it. Um, also, when you do come into it, always treat trading like a business, not like the casino. Okay. That's my best advice besides, you know, education, of course, but treat trading like a business. Yeah. Great advice. Great advice. And then the last thing, which I'm, I, I, I probably should have asked sooner, but I'm part, partly glad at myself for not even bringing up, is another reason why I love having you here is because I really do want to encourage more women to step into trading and to consider trading. And I feel as though while there is definitely an increase in women coming into trading in this past year, perhaps more than ever before, it's still a thimble size of women. So to the women who are watching you, what do you have to say to them? Oh, get involved, definitely. It's actually, I don't really want to use the word easy, but I'm going to say it's easy, is as easy as it looks. In a <laughs> sense where a lot of people will think that when, when they get involved with the stock market, they have to do a bunch of math. I think the math aspect of just thinking that way scares probably women off. I don't know, I might yeah. be wrong, but yeah. it's, it's not that at all. You know, it's not yeah. that at all. And another pointer, they always say women are better traders. So that's just yep. to encourage women that you yep. definitely have the discipline, tenacity to actually make it yes. in the markets. Yes, yes. And also my understanding just around the psychology of trading, you know, women have had to kind of navigate so many different challenges, especially, let's say, in the corporate world or in the finance world, that that ability to read people, you know, I, I've always heard that if you can read people or imagine what people will do, that will be able to help you succeed in the marketplace, right? Because behind every trade is a person. And that is, I think, a strength that women have a tendency to have, probably for our own survival, to navigate the different environments we've had it be in. So uh, yeah, that could be a strength that women come into it with, and um, that could potentially be a game changer. I agree. I definitely yeah. agree. Yeah. Latoya, thank you so much for today. I just, you're such an inspiration and I am just so glad that our viewers and listeners will get to meet you. So thank, thank you. you. Thank Thanks you for, for having being me. Here. I appreciate it. Definitely. Uh, yeah, uh, great to meet you, Latoya. Thank you. Same here, Lucas. <laughs> Just amazing. And if you guys like this and you want more of this and you want other input for us to listen to about our podcast, please put some comments if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, and if you like what you hear, we would love a review on iTunes. That really helps with that algorithm. Thank you for watching The Wall Street Coach. Lucas and I will see you on the next episode. Aloha. This has been The Wall Street Coach Podcast with K-Man Curtin. You can find out more about her and her team online at thewallstreetcoach.com. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please consider leaving a five-star review on iTunes. Thank you for listening.